aka The Breakdown. I'm your host with the most Tyler Banks, giving the latest in all the information going around today. So today on this Saturday, November 21st, 2020, uh, we have two very special guests. Oh. I can't hear you Someone said they can't hear me and I'm breaking up. It wasn't me. Kevin? That was me by mistake. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm no, sorry you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. It's all good. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Perez and Kayla Chung. These are the two new members of the podcast. As you guys know, I'm going to be a senior this year. So, you know, I'm trying to put the podcast in the hands of a couple capable sophomores right now. These are the best that I can find um, in a good way, in a good way. So why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Uh, tell the audience a little bit about yourselves. Go ahead. All right, I am Kayla Chung. As Tyler just said, I am a sophomore at Miami Lakes Educational Center in journalism. And I wanted to take on this podcast as an inheritance from Tyler when he graduates because I like to talk. (laughs) And I like talking about the entertainment industry, the fashion industry, um, and food. And that could be an asset to the podcast. That one's you, Kevin. Um, like Tyler introduced me, I'm Kevin Perez. I'm also a sophomore at MLEC in journalism. Uh, since Tyler's got graduating this year, he, um, two, or not two, new people need to take on the podcast. And for me, this is a very good chance because I like talking a lot, depending on the, on the topic. I'm more of a sports person, but I still take interest in a lot of other Yeah, topics. he's a Heat fan, so... Yeah, his opinion's automatically invalid. <laughs> but, you know, we're just going to okay, let it go. I see how it is. Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but Kevin and I together, I think, will round the podcast out. He can talk about sports. We can talk about politics. We can talk about social issues, um, cover the entertainment, music industry, fashion industry. You know, I'm think about it in different ways because he is not very interested in a few of those topics. But I am very interested. You know, it's, it's a balance. Yeah. So... Today, ladies and gentlemen, we have quite the show for you. We're going to talk about a couple of different things. First off, let's talk about brand new music that came out. Um, I know Kayla and I listened to the Meg Thee Stallion album. Um, Before we get into that, I do want to point out that the brand new St. John album came out. If you guys don't know who St. John is, um, he made the Roses song that was so popular on TikTok. But he has several other popular songs. Uh, known as Trap with um, Lil Baby. But um, this is his third studio album, and I listened to it yesterday, and I have to say, this was really good. And, you know, I think I think, I think the best part about this is, be, is that I can see myself going back to this album consistently. Because the thing about me is that, you know, Depending on how I feel about an album, I maybe could listen to it once or twice and then just drop it. But this album, for one, being that I'm still inside and I can't even go anywhere and really feel the music, I'm thoroughly enjoying this album. And that tells me how how good the quality of the music actually is. A couple songs off the album that I truly enjoyed. Um, Sucks to Be You, which is the very beginning of the album. Uh, high school reunion which is an old song i think off of his first album but he redid the flow had low uzi on it very good song um and probably my favorite off the album pray for me with kanye west 
But um, yeah, I think that's an album that you guys should definitely check out. Um, let me got, let me know what you guys think in the comments. Um, hit us up on Twitter at Harbinger's Pod. But to get into the Meg Thee Stallion album, what were your thoughts, Kayla? I have quite a few thoughts. I woke up that morning very excited to listen to the album and open Spotify, you know, as we do. Um, it was interesting to see the the photo shoots and like all of the press that the album got and in the few days before it came out I was trying to really pick up on what the album was going to be about I knew there would be something calling out Tory Lanez and there was very first song very good song also I did enjoy it however my favorite why why, do you think it was a good song I thought it was a good song I thought the her verses were good and it was it was okay but my favorite song of the album was Freaky Girls with SZA. Um, mm-hmm. I like yeah. SZA's music not enough to listen to it often, but in her fe- in the features that she's a part of, I do enjoy. And the song is good. It has a nice flow. And like you mentioned with the Lil John album, I did enjoy listening to it in my house, and I have been for the past 24 hours. And it's... But it needs something you know listening to it here in this house is not it, it isn't it because her Megan stallion's music is not for inside. sitting around it's not for yeah. inside and that is it's why, for parties yeah that is why that i did not i do not feel the same way about good news that i did tina snow or that i did fever and it but i know that the album has a lot of potential for when i leave the house when I go to parties when I have parties myself in the future it is good in that sense but um to touch on other like very popular albums like Pink Friday nothing can ever reach that level of um you know iconic nothing and I like with um female rappers nothing can ever reach that tier it is so important and its significance is cemented in the world of rap that is clear okay uh, I'll let you finish but I wanna I wanna first go back to the Meg album mm-hmm. I have a couple thoughts um first and foremost isn't this like her third debut yeah I could have swore that I could have swore that I've heard her say the word debut a couple times throughout last year and earlier this year but that's beyond the point. Um, the SZA record, really, really good one. Um, particularly SZA. I think I, I honestly needed a SZA verse on that. Like the hook was just so good. I needed I needed more of that. Um, I also like the Popcon record. But you know, I think I think what what we can tell from here is that um, outside of the the records that. You know, she's hitting a demographic here. She has an R&B, a slow one. Um, oh, what you call it? Um, uh, dance hall, a dance hall one. Most of these songs, relatively the same. Um, you know, not too much variation, which isn't a bad thing. It's not always a bad thing because we say the same thing about the baby, and I mean, it's still valid for him, for the most part. I mean, his music hits. But the difference between the baby and Meg Thee Stallion is, I think it, it definitely comes down to something very simple. I think the beat selection is a lot different. 
obviously with the baby when you're listening to him it's a lot of 808s a lot of bump a lot of you know energetic flows that make you you know tune in with meg and maybe maybe this isn't a her issue maybe it's the way that the um songs are mixed i don't think that it meshed very well on a lot of the songs obviously there are exceptions for example the scissor record or the popcorn record even the city girls record but for the most part a lot of them didn't match up and one 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 song that i particularly want to point to is the shots fired song um now it was obviously a diss to Tory Lanez <laughs> cool I mean you want to you want to say what you want to say I'm staying out of it that's your business right but just all, as a song itself like she took the Biggie song and flipped it and it's like she added she added some to it and I didn't like that I wasn't I wasn't a fan of of it at all the beat the beat was already perfect and then she tried to have a spin on it and that spin wasn't correct to me but um she has a tendency to do that she has a tendency to take old beats flip it in her own way and have like some weird spin on it and i've i've never really been a fan of it but um yeah to be honest this album just didn't hit for me and i don't think it's a maybe maybe it's an inside thing for me i know that if i do go outside it's going to get the party going that's for sure perhaps i gotta listen to it in the background but for as it stands right now i was not really a fan of this one i can but um yeah go ahead. i was going to expand on um intercourse which was with popcorn when you mentioned dancehall that is one of the big reasons why i feel also like this album did not quite like hit that spot in my head that's just this is an album i will listen to every day this is what like gets me going in the morning no and it's because with dancehall music it just makes me really sad in a way because i want to be out i want to be at parties at caribbean parties listening to dancehall like on big speakers but instead it's just in my airpods and i'm alone and it's not the same oh man that hits oh whoa <laughs> that hit the soul oh my god yeah no that's that's facts though like i think i think this is definitely an album that once it hits the speakers once we're outside i think we'll look at this album differently but unfortunately as it stands i i struggle but to go back to your pink friday point um i think nikki minaj and it's actually pretty funny it's where i we're at the 10th year anniversary and i think they were saying that literally yesterday it's 10 years since Pink Friday came out mm-hmm. and there's wow. no no female artist albums in my opinion have really surpassed that. I mean, I liked Cardi B's album in what was that 2018? Very very solid, but I I think I think there's nothing really close to that. What do you think, Kayla? I think that and I'm not a barb. I'm not. But I am. I'll say it. I am. I know. I know. I could tell. <laughs> but I I don't think there is anything that can match Pink Friday's status because although I do not I am not dedicated to her music, I do not listen to it regularly. I understand fully her status in the world of rap and there is there is absolutely nothing that can reach Pink Friday's maybe past its stats, you know, but there is no way that it would be surpassed in quality because I people yes. who have listened to Nicki Minaj since day one 
are so dedicated and diehard fans and it is it is a cultural thing it's it's a phenomenon and it's not going to end with any other female rapper because the same demographic that attracts Nicki Minaj also listens to Megan Thee Stallion maybe some listen to Cardi B maybe Saweetie but Nicki Minaj is on a pedestal and she is not hopping down at any at any point in time that we can foresee right now yeah the stats the stats argument i like how you brought that up because you know people would love to bring up stats and say for example cardi b she shattered records <laughs> all around for female rap yeah which is i'm i'm happy for her but would there even be a cardi b without Nicki minaj let's say the roles were reversed cardi b is cardi b puts out her music and then Nicki minaj puts out her pink friday i almost guarantee Nicki minaj is doing the exact same thing if not better than cardi b because it, it, it's really it's really a timing thing you know per, uh, particularly with um the rise in um feminism in the world and women empowerment i think that played a role not to just um detract from her ability or her music but like i said it's a timing thing and you know women are starting to be on the rise in the world and you know girls are starting to run the world essentially and that kind of helped cardi b in a big way um and bolster her career which again not to um distract from her ability but i mean a spade a spade right and megan the stallion has come about in a time also where it's even better than like when Cardi B came around. Megan Thee Stallion has broken several records in her short time as a very popular artist. And it is it is inspirational to women because her music is very empowering. Dare say more so than Cardi B's. Um I wouldn't touch on Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj, you know, as I just I has I had just finished saying, but Megan Thee Stallion's um verses just they hit they hit and the reason why i don't i'd I'd argue megan stallion cardi b's content is the same i think meg words it better okay i think she words it better and her voice is so powerful like her tone and all of those things which people have called her out for and called her like too masculine i I hate it. I hate it when people say that. I don't understand. Well, I don't understand no. that, that. You have you seen have you seen the ones that are saying that she's a man? Yeah, it is it's, it's oh, gross. That, that, that throws me it's off. It's gross and people like to call her all those like very offensive things and she takes such pride in the fact that she is a woman and she make she advocates for women, has a scholarship for women. And it is so it just tells you how far the world has to come. It's like y'all never really seen a woman taller than five five. Go outside. You're weird. It's like, <laughs> how do people come to these conclusions? Yeah, honestly, honestly, and even for someone who is not into Megan Thee Stallion, there is no reason to you know insult her in this fashion. And she doesn't. She doesn't even care. She she takes it in stride because really it is something you should take in stride. Like I am a woman call me whatever you want i'm going to make music about being a woman my power as a woman and that's that's important and i think that is why she has gotten so popular yeah i agree i agree um yeah that's that 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 um comments about 
that her being a man is that completely threw me off. You see it so often too. It's so strange, honestly. But um, back to Nicki Minaj. Um, or no, not Nicki. But a comparison I wanted to make was Doja Cat to Nicki, because I was recently I listened to her album or her project. I don't remember what it was. It was an EP or an album, but it came out several months ago. And you know, it's only recently that I've started to realize the the similarities. And what I mean by that is mainly in their type of music. I mean, if you look at Pink Friday, there was a certain level of versatility that was on that album. You had the fast raps, you had the slow raps, you had the R&B, and Doja Cat provides that in her music now. But unlike a Cardi B or unlike a Megan, when she does it, it's not, um, how do you say, foreign. It's not something that she's getting out of her comfort zone with it flows properly and ties into her regular music that we're used to so seamlessly similar to how nikki does like you on pink friday you would have a slow rap like moment for life that well it had its fast moments but obviously you know it's it's more of a slower pace kind of inspirational song if you will um you had your love um and then there was another one um I can't remember the track list, but like I said, there are several different types of songs on there. And I think Doja Cat, like Nicki, has that level of variety. So, you know, I think if anyone would ever be able to t- kind of take the throne on Pink Friday, it would be Doja Cat. I, I agree with you there to some degree because Doja Cat and Nicki Minaj, they have a lot of parallels in their style, like you said. Um in the like their music videos like the eccentric um their level of eccentricity is like the same um but i feel like doja cat and Nicki minaj just are generally or doja cat at least like on social media she is generally like not insulted in the same way that like megan the stallion is like she is very like considered very feminine objectified like women are much more than Megan Thee Stallion is because Megan Thee Stallion is insulted like like how like we had been talking about for being too masculine and all of those very very like <laughs> nah but Doja says she would be putting out her nudes if they got say so to number one that's not objectification that's bargaining that's bargaining, that's bargaining. <laughs> I remember that you just brought up that memory that I had locked away filing yeah happening. That's bargaining. <laughs> and she used that against, like, against her audience. And she finessed yeah, millions. She finessed millions because why not? Then they tried to why cancel not? her right after that. <laughs> and then if, you know, if another female rapper did that, if Megan Stallion did that, she would come under serious fire for it. Yeah. Yeah. I so like- I should listen to these albums is what you guys are saying. You should listen to it. Wait, listen you should to listen who? to good news. You are not you are not a Megan Thee Stallion fan and I under you are not a hot girl, Kevin, I know. It's fine. It's okay. I'm not offended, don't worry. But you should But I should listen to these albums. Then. You should listen to Megan Thee Stallion's older albums. You should listen to Tina Snow, which is my personal favorite, and then Fever. They're amazing, but especially Tina Snow. I 
the songs okay kevin you don't have to listen to the whole album but the songs you should try to listen freak to freak nasty freak uh, nasty listen to freak nasty listen to hot girl listen to coffee freak nasty. please um nah but on on good news if you if you you don't have to listen to the whole album of good news right but if you were to listen to it here are some songs listen to shots fired uh maybe circles freaky girl uh with sizza um intercourse go crazy and yeah that those those are the only ones that i was like yeah. So I'll be listening to those later. And you should yeah. listen to dance yeah, music, should. Kevin. Now, now I really started thinking about that, Tyler. Like you know, oh my God, I miss like Vibes Cartel. Like it's not the same in my AirPods. It's not the same. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. Spice. I can't. Oh anyways. Anyways. <laughs> Y'all heard that? Um, that Lil Uzi. No, I did not. Future. Oh my goodness, that was crazy. And I, like, I need to be outside for that. It's like I like it, but I know that I haven't fully achieved its full power. Like, I need, I need to be outside. Please, for that you one. need, you Most need definitely. comfort for certain types of music. Like, I have not touched my dancehall playlist in over a month because I have not gone anywhere. And I think city girls have that sort of effect too, where you need, you need to venture out to listen to their music so you can really absorb it and then come home and feel the same way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There are a couple of City Girls songs you can just listen to. Like I listened to um, JT's mm-hmm. First Day Out every 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 so often. It's it's so so good. That song was so so quality. Honestly, this is like probably. I'm trying to think. Maybe this is like a, a bad take because I can't really remember any other songs right now. But it's probably like the best female rap song this year. That that record was just insane, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. And yeah. Oh, have you? Have you I have to not. I heard about it, but I haven't listened to it. I didn't understand a lick of it, but it was amazing. I love her music it was, videos it was so and her good. style. Like maybe I'm in love with Kanye just a little bit, just a little bit, but yeah. Yeah. Kelly just was had a really good album. I don't sure. think she has albums that yeah. are like inherently bad. I've never heard anything um that she's repetitive or that she has bad albums. Oh yeah, I'm bugging. Uh JT's song that came out last year. I I'm think bugging. City Girls right. City Girls was just in a time <laughs> paradox <laughs> where I thought Girl Code came out last year, but it was twenty eighteen. And then the other album that they dropped was yeah. was this year? Was it City Girls on Lock? Was this year? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, they just yes. they just erased my memory mm-hmm. because I don't listen to them super dedicated. I have them in my playlists, but it's not. Nah, I just I just know I just know that that's what gets Ma- the girls crazy. Mike gets me crazy. They I don't know have, what you're talking they... about. City Girls is for like when I'm doing homework and I just need to get into it. Like I listen to City Girls and Twenty One Savage. <laughs> Can we talk about that? Can we talk about Savage Mode too? I feel like okay. that needs to be brought oh, up because I listened to it with the greatest excitement that I have ever listened to an album, waiting multiple years for this installment, so excited. I open Twitter on a fateful day and see that Morgan Friedman 
narrated the trailer for the album and the hype was there the hype was, the hype had me jumping twitter was bugging blowing up getting notifications from like 21 Savage and Metro Boomin's accounts because I have their notifications on because I have been waiting for Savage One Two for several years. So that was a moment of like clarity. And then that Friday the album came out, and it did not disappoint in any way whatsoever. It's so funny. Like I, I barely, I only listened to maybe like up to track ten <laughs> on the album, and it's because. I don't know. I feel I don't know. I used to be a huge 21 Savage fan. I, I listened to every single one of them. I listened to Savage Mode One. My favorite song was Mad High. Um, I listened to It's a Album. Oh my goodness, so so good. Um, Without Warning, listen to that. Um, Not all heroes yeah. wear capes. Yeah, it was I. That was I. And I am. I am greater Amazing. than what I was. Amazing. Amazing. That that always. That'll but, always be his best album. I, I am was, was fantastic, honestly. I feel. I feel, I feel like he had you. Burnt. He was. He was edging the audience way too long, hinting, 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 waiting four years, continuing to hint at a new album, and then he dropped this out of the blue. Basically, there was really no. Yeah, he brightly yeah, killed us wrong. And also, I think that although his music is for like grind time and like really getting into something, it I feel like this album is really good for when you are also outside of your house on the school, on the bus, on your way to school, ready to like have a great day, you know, get things moving. But it does not, it did not have a good effect for me um, until. A few days after, when I went somewhere and I was listening to it, walking around, you know, five feet tall, wearing all pastel colors, like if I'm tough or something, you know, my my fan from Black Air Forces. It's it's crazy how I just feel like Twenty One Savage makes me feel powerful in a different way than listening to female rappers does. It just makes me feel like dangerous in a cool way. Yes, you are allowed to laugh. <laughs> I, I share, oh I I God, share a Spotify account so with my partner, and I'm listening to Twenty One Savage, and he's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm cooking pasta," wow. and he's like, "Cooking pasta." Yeah. Come yeah, on, pasta and Twenty One Savage. Come on. Ooh. Come on. They don't. They don't see the vision. They don't see it yet. Hold on, they'll catch on in a few years. <laughs> I didn't listen to the remix though, to the like oh. the remix album, the Chop Not Slob. Re- I did not listen to it. Mm-mm. I'll listen to it later. I, I also that. really liked the album, like the cover. I thought it was really reminiscent of like ni- the nineties. It was, it was cool. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, I like I like the. Um, At first, I, I like was like, "This is giving us Virgil Abloh pop smoke album vibes," and I don't like it. But I grew, I grew. It's that album traumatized <laughs> everyone. Oh my goodness! So it ugly, was so unfathomably ugly. ugly, really. He he, Popsmo Loki had a better um, better year musically. 
and I'm not talking stats yeah. wise, but just musically, sonically, then Meg Thee Stallion. And he yeah. and 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 for most of it, he was dead. Yeah, like that's crazy. I feel like people, um, as an avid TikTok user myself, I feel like people really began to see like the beauty in Pop Smoke's music. Like, I see, I see his, I see oh it a lot, God. and people, yeah. Bro, you don't, you don't even understand. Literally, two days before he he passed, I was telling um my friend Carla and Jalen, right? I was telling them about his album because Meet the uh, his um his well that was an album that was a mixtape. Meet the Woo Two just came out, and I was telling them about it because I was like, yo, this thing is insane. And then two days later, boom, boom. And then it's like, oh, isn't this the guy you're telling me about? I was like, with a tear streaming down my eye. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Pop Smoke's <laughs> death had a, the same reaction on people as um, as X's death did. I found out about that um, on like a weird day um, during the summer from my transition to 7th, 8th grade. And everyone was so heartbroken. And with Pop, with Pop Smoke, it was, it was the same effect. It was insane. And people really began to love his music even more listening to that last album yeah the thing about that album I liked it but I would say I am a little disappointed (laughs) I thought I was gonna get a lot more more drill but I mean granted people were starting to say the things that they say about the baby they were saying Oh, you're not versatile. You're saying the same things over and over again. Same beats, same everything. And on here, he showed what he could do. You know, he showed us a lot of different sides of himself, which is cool. But, selfish me, maybe I wanted the same thing again, you know? Luckily, there were some songs of that um, form, right? I feel like the baby is going to be one of those um, one of those next artists that has a cult following because for some rappers you just don't see them having a cult following. For example, Gucci Mane, literally earlier this year, he made this very, very um interesting point where he called out other artists saying that you only do features well. And then the entire internet looked at him through their phones and said, please stop lying. You are only ever in features. That is all that ever gets popular for you. Please stop. And it's true. It's true. That is how I feel. Well, wait, are you saying yes. Gucci Mane is yes, only Yes, I am making that clear. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to tell you there. Gucci Mane literally fathered all of like current day. I Atlanta. did not know that. I did so, not know that. I'm Can not you gonna go that, that far. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> so basically, like Migos, um, Twenty One Savage, all these people that you see coming out he, of Atlanta, he mentors them. Like, yeah, he played a role in in building that culture. Okay, that's interesting. In Atlanta. Him alongside Jeezy and Ti, but particularly mm-hmm. in the newer generation, 
Gucci Mane was the guy that essentially fathered that sound. That's why he has so much respect. And when he when he went to jail, you know, that's why there was like such a, a wide opening for so many newer acts that came up under him to take the spotlight because he had played like he kind of had like a vice grip on Atlanta at one point with how, you know, how big he was in Atlanta. And then when he got out of jail, I mean, he basically didn't even miss a beat. He people were just like, oh, he just he's just he back, back and better. he's making music. He came back better in my crazy. opinion. Exactly. He came back yeah. better physically, yeah. mentally, spiritually, all that. This guy people thought he was a clone. That's how that's how good he looked when he came out. Like this yeah. guy was buff type, you know? He came he went in jail looking like Patrick Starr came out looking like um Larry Lobster. I feel like you're right because I knew about that. You know? I knew that he went to prison but, and afterwards he came out much stronger in every sense. But I didn't know of his like vice grip on Atlanta. But that that is interesting and I now I understand why listening to I've listened to his music a lot and his features and I'm not going to take it away from him. Take it away from him, but in my opinion, the songs that I like that he is a part of are features. But his grip on Atlanta is mm-hmm. incredible because honestly, you can see the effects of his mentoring on all of these younger rappers. And um, I respect him a lot. I respect his reputation a lot. He's grown a lot. Um, talking to other people who have been fans of his for yeah, longer than I have because I have not always been into rap. But it is. Yeah, he, he does. Might, he has to that's, grow that's I'll yeah. say that. But I he feel the same thing about 21 Savage. At the beginning, I was introduced yeah. to 21 Savage by an old friend. And at the beginning, I was... I don't remember what song it was first that I listened to. But I remember listening to Savage Mode, listening to No Heart. No Heart makes me cry. Don't, don't, I don't understand why. I, I cry to 21 Savage regularly. When I am sad, I listen to 21 Savage. But No Heart just had me crying for no reason. And I think it's because... Like in my mind, I had finally accepted that I liked 21 Savage that much. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Jeez. It's just... Yeah, it's oh, just... It's like a visceral reaction it's like, you. I don't know. It was like... Really, like oh, That's I'm an so, interesting was, song to Yeah, I was, you know, you know tearing <laughs> up. Lie. No cars in my garage. You know, just tearing up, you know. It, it happens. It happens. But wow. I think that's an interesting reaction that is evokes mm. from some albums, I guess, listening to them for the first time. Not an album like Savage Mode, but I guess for me it did have that effect. But the Pop Smoke album that came out this year, I remember, I never listened to it, but I remember going on social media and people talking for, for a few weeks he was trending in some way, shape or form. And people talking about how I'm listening to this album and it's amazing and I'm crying because I'm we're never going to get anything like this again from him. We're never going to see him like, you know, perform again and it's just it's hurtful. It's hurtful like every day you wake up and you're thinking like I hope you know nobody dies today and then you see one of these things um you open social media and you see one of these things and like I genuinely worry for the people that we are such fans of in the entertainment industry. Because, yeah, like it's crazy. This guy I listened to, yeah. Kenny the Butcher, he literally got shot at at a Walmart. 
got shot in the leg. And it's crazy. Like, luckily he's he's okay, but like, nothing, it's it's insane. Nothing is guaranteed. Man. And I twenty twenty when Megan Salian got shot, I I was so scared for her life. I genuinely care about you know people, and no, I will never meet her. Most likely, I. But there is this thing where you're a fan of somebody's art. This is art, you know. She's talking about all these things in her music that to some people do not sound like art but to me it is art and I appreciate her artistry and everything that she stands for so the thought it is art it is art we're not getting into that we're not getting into okay. that you thought you went there <laughs> yeah that song took me and then yeah, okay. we were talking about it you know among the journalism friend group the sophomores and we had to explain to Kevin the cultural significance behind WAP. Why is it important? Why must it be played every five seconds of every day? And yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, a party yeah, song sure. though, so I'm still waiting <laughs> for that moment where it, it is actually relevant because the the WAP the WAP hype has died down for sure over like the past two months or the past month or so. So we we need to have this virus be eradicated to fully like luxuriate in the world no we just need to, yes, we just need we to eliminate 2020 in general 2020's kd ratio is through the roof it's actually yeah, insane everyone it just took everybody it made everyone sad everyone yeah all, yeah, all all the all the heroes are gone. Yeah, everybody's gone. And any thoughts, Kevin? Yeah. Other than, like I said, like I pointed out, I should really listen to these albums. Yeah. Hearing you guys talk about Meg, um, Twenty One Savage, like I and Pop Smoke, I do have a, I actually do have a couple Pop Smoke songs on my playlist that I listen to regularly. But other than that. I don't keep in I don't keep track with these albums that come out mostly because I've never really been a huge music person myself until quarantine when quarantine started I've actually been listening to a lot more music so yeah well now that football season and I think quarantine in quarantine Overwhelm a lot of music that's come true. out you know, period that's, that's all they can do mm-hmm. that's all they can do they can't they can't tour I think that's so why the music industry produce. has grown so much this year. Also, there have been a lot of, you know, comebacks. Miley Cyrus has her new newest album coming out on the 27th. And I am extremely excited after growing up, being birthed, and already knowing who Hannah Montana was, watching the show repeatedly, getting Disney Plus just for that, listening to her solo albums, all the, mo- like, the shows and movies she's taken I'm a super fan. Uh, you, I really am. I had wigs. I had the clothes. It gave me a rash, and I still had the clothes because I I refused to take it off. And it. Yeah, that that was that wasn't really like Hannah Montana was cool, but that her was new era it. though is interesting because it. I don't know if we all remember she went through that time where like society rejected her and was like she has gone insane you know we no longer support you and then she's coming back with this album this rock album with features from stevie nicks and dua lipa which i'm more excited for stevie nicks but whatever and 
she's going through this new this whole new thing that's so interesting she did a cover of a song called heart of glass by a band called blondie from the 70s and 80s and it was incredible it was better than the original song in my opinion i loved it and she even put it on streaming platforms because that is how much um of a positive reaction was generated from that song which she put on tiktok and it blew up because that is what artists are doing now if you want to blow up to such you know a degree put it on tiktok make a dance hire somebody to make a dance and it's worked it's actually pretty funny that you say that i mean with the rise of tiktok that's kind of like how music was in the 90s party music in general you know um put a song behind yeah. it and it'll sell because that's what people are doing now only now you're not doing the dance at a party yeah. you're doing it in the comfort of your own home and i mean that's kind of what society is now right we don't interact really anymore it's more just stay at home be anti-social do your own thing yeah. pretty much i think that's what's gotten people into more screen. genres of music too the rise of tiktok this year especially throughout the summer months because there was there are trends where you talk about like two artists put them side by side compare songs and then, then at the end you have a score like best artist based on these songs and the caliber of their music and with artists that are so well known like latin artists which people are die hard fans for and will basically only listen to one latin artist day in and day out with the exception of a few and then with like with dancehall comparing um different songs that are very popular and you know doing their dance and everything and it's it's very nostalgic because you remember life what are you, what are your what are your thoughts on latin music because the reason why i find it so hard to really get into it is that i hear the same drums in the background of every single song i think you know i understand what I'm you're saying to? some artists really if 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 you can hear it it goes something like this yes 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 it yes. does i know yes. exactly what you're talking about yeah and it, yeah and it goes it varies in tempo obviously but it's that same yeah. okay. drum pattern I agree with you. Like, I agree yeah. with you, but this year there have been a lot of releases from these from these Latin artists that are interesting. I really liked Bad Bunny's album that came out in I don't know if it was March or April. I believe it was March, maybe May, one of the end months. It was yeah, it, it was pretty it was pretty early this year. It was um, I I think it was before No, it was school, right afterwards. It was right um, afterwards. got canceled. So it was definitely before. I don't know. I could. Nah. Oh, I'm going to check it out. <laughs> it was yeah, me, I, amazing, right now, right now. but it was also with the energy that is provided with the drums, with everything that the album encompasses. It was so heartbreaking. Oh wow, that's a it long time ago. I am hurt. I am hurt. Yeah. Yeah, I, I knew it was before. I it was like, so good was that like it way hurt. Before. It is so sad to think 
it is so sentimental it is sentimental on a on a level because this music is so good it is club music it is party music it is fluorescent lights flashing in your face blinding you just a little bit for a few hours music and then quarantine happens and you have to sit at your house and close your eyes and imagine yeah now you're now just, you're just now you're yourself. just lonely <laughs> you're cleaning the house listening to your perreo sola and you really are sola so sad i i yeah, it means a lot. I actually do long, have right? that That's one of the songs I have on my playlist from that album. It's a great song, and it's a song that is going to, I think, eventually reach the level that Daddy Yankee's early music reached. Because Daddy Yankee is synonymous with Latin music. Oh, he yeah. he invented, he invented it, and his music is going to be played at parties in in far after we are all gone, and it is just that good. But I agree with what you said, Tyler. There are some Latin artists that you cannot tell that it is their song. It just sounds like you threw another artist in there and like labeled it as theirs. It feels like a very generic genre at times. No, no. It's it's not a hater thing. I just I just I struggle, you know. Like I I really try because you know obviously there's a language disconnect because i don't understand but that's not always an issue like i've listened to k-pop and i've listened to um latin music like like i said mm-hmm. i was listening to the cali uchis song um album i didn't understand most of it but i did enjoy it it's just that you know a, a common theme with you know latin music for me in my opinion it's just like i get the same drums added on to the fact that I don't already understand what they're saying so it kind of just like sounds I think with the Latin same to me music, you know what is, I mean it's a big voice thing their voice needs to fit the rest of the song and I feel like that has not been happening very much there are a few artists whose music I simply cannot enjoy there's no way to enjoy it not at a party not in the comfort of your own home no matter where you are it just does not it doesn't click and I feel like some artists like Bad Bunny, he Bad Bunny has range. He has range for sure. And I respect that. J Balvin with Colores, which came out this year also. Amazing. Very, very good. All of those songs were good. And you know, that's great. But with an artist like El Alfa, who is also very good, you need an you need a particular energy to listen to his music. I love I love his music. I don't music, mind his music. But, I mess with music. His, it, but that's that's not even that's like um, what do you call yeah, that? Uh, I love them uh, both. Them both. That's all it is. It's fantastic, but you need an energy to yeah. listen to. You cannot listen to his music when you are tired. It will not wake you up. It will just exhaust you more because your eardrums were are getting tired. You're ready to you know rest. You ever. You ever just put his music on? Yes, and put it absolutely. On he, <laughs> he was like, "That's my th- that's my PE session between classes. Yeah, five minutes that I go to the kitchen, get water, walk back. I don't walk back when I'm listening to El Alfa. I don't walk back. I dance back, and it's great." Yeah, yeah, he's the he can make a mu- he can make a song really, about anything, really anything, any topic. He will make a fantastic song. Yeah. 
that's that's party music yes. that you can yes. like listen inside. That's and it doesn't like it does not make me miss good, going to good. um Dominican parties. It does not make me miss having my own parties at all. It just it makes you feel like you're there. And I think that's a disconnect between some of the music that has been released this year and his music. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> Ooh, we. I was just taking a water break. Excuse me. Um. Yeah, but I mean, we're here for almost an hour, so I think we can wrap it up here. Thank you all for listening to the podcast. Remember, you can always check us out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast remember anchor.fm and all other major podcast outlets be sure to check us out on twitter at harbingers pod let us know what you think um you can hit me up at tg banks 1016 on twitter my Kayla, on twitter is at kayla chung three mine is kevin p kevin. awesome so thank you both for joining us thank you all for listening um thank you have thank you for awesome having us Tyler. thank you for having or us Tyler. Right. or Happy whenever birthday. you're listening to it yeah for Bye. sure